Anytime you drop a scene, it's a risk that it would not sell. I had scenes that just sold and I didn't have them for 10 years. You feel what I'm saying? Some females ain't going to make you no money. See, people don't talk about that. See, a lot of you females think that you're hot, but some of you may not make money for me. And I may not make money for you, you know. But... I never looked at the pleasure of fucking a porn star. It was about money. Because I knew I was going to get pleased. She's a fucking porn star. Now, don't get the choice. There's some that their sex skills wasn't that desirable. But, and some I had to work my way through the scene and, and understand it was the first scene. 
and we're supposed to do too. You know. But nonetheless, Bob get the job done. And nine times out of ten, I know that I'm gonna bust it up. Nine times out of ten, I know the sex is gonna be fucking phenomenal. Because the chemistry that me and this lady developed before we even started on in in the scene or or what have you, you know, uh, me rubbing her butt, you know, she flirting back and forth, he, she showing me that she does and really willing and looking forward to taking the dick from me on camera, you know, period. But here's the kicker. For me, it was about the end result, sales. That what spurned me. That's why, and I get with some of these guys, they enjoy the sex, what have you, but no, to me, my nut comes when it's a sale. My nut now comes from when y'all listen. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge, Sean Anchor. <laughs> I'm your host, Kevin Arvis of a champ. And if you listen to this, this is Thursday. Thursdays now became my day on the Smokers Lounge. So if you want to hear just me, me rant, me talk, me shoot the shit about whatever, whenever, then this is the day for you. So I hope you enjoy. You know what it is. Find me with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, four wonderful sponsors. First one being the LS, being the Facebook LS community, LSworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine on the web, AriseSizzleMagazine.com. Next up, black-owned, 90% profit for content creators, no hashtag problems. New place for you to consume your X content. I'm talking about none other than ExciteBunny.com. And our newest sponsor, that's right, people, award-winning, award-nominated, and... They give you a, a little bit of voiceover with some great porn. And trust me, it's not corny. It's not boring. It's sensual. It's sexy. And it's new fucking age. We're talking about blush erotica. So go to blusherotica.com and subscribe. And see some of the hottest porn stars in the business do some freaky stuff in a sensual and sexy way. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, five days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can listen to me in the mornings, fullyswapradio.com. My show starts at 7 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Central. And also you can find me on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGPLLC app. Shouts out to Gerald. So, how y'all doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I pre-record everything that I do. Um, I treat the podcasting like that at the point. When I did my wrap up, 
they said my listeners was time travelers, meaning that they'll go back and listen to old episodes. And then, and that makes me feel good because I noticed that the podcast game is not built for you to go back to listen to old episodes because everything is time stamped or time dated to a certain extent unless it's a, an interview and depending upon the subject and the content that they're actually talking about, right? So that's one of the things I think I like about my podcast is that these episodes, what we talk about is relevant to the time that you still when you're listening to it. I was always taught it's only old, it's new if no one never heard it. I like the fact that I can promote my older content. I can promote my first video, my, my first episodes of this podcast. And it's worth listening to. Because it's relevant to the day, but to it's not time stamped. I mean, some of my stuff is time stamped to a certain extent. But not really. Even to the premium smoke room. People can go in there and binge listen, binge watch. Well, now binge watching before that binge listen. And I don't think they would get fucking bored. You know what I'm saying? Because the reason why I say I don't think they would get bored because you're sick because each of the episodes is different. We discuss different topics, even to the interviews. It's like, granted, nine out of ten, that interview was done months ahead of time, but it's funny how what she talks about is relevant to what she's doing right now. Yeah, I do my interviews. They are the main events. They are the main attractions. I just can't drop an interview every day. I sit back and I look at how people do their podcasts, and I say, how do I do mine differently? Trust me, I keep saying this to y'all. I never expected to do have damn near these many episodes drop a week. It's just the way that I record. It's just like with porn for me. It was like, yeah, I recorded scenes and I released them later, you know, period. I released them later, you know, so that, um, so that one, I'm not trying to rush to drop an episode if I want to drop more than one episode a week. Plus, on top of that, it doesn't hurt that when y'all listen to it, advertising. But see, I know where I put my advertised ads, and I do it specifically because if the advertised dollars is booming, that means that y'all listen to at least 30 minutes of this fucking episode. And that's great. And to me, I think that's harder than being a rapper. That's harder than even doing porn because even if I'm video and you're watching me, just talk. That speaks volumes. 
So for me, I study people. I study the greats in this business of porn podcasts, excuse me. And I try to learn from what they do, but I know I can't do what they do because I'm not in the same lane. That's not my genre. That's not my expertise. I don't do hip hop. I don't I don't make it a point to, to talk to rappers. You feel me? So who am I? I am I'm known for doing porn. So that's why I talk to porn stars mostly. But you didn't heard me talk about jazz before about that. If you haven't, go back and listen to other episodes. So I did a whole bunch of interviews this week. I always do a bunch of interviews every week. Like I said before, I pre-record. And two years in, seeing progress, seeing growth, some money being made. And I always knew this was going to be a long game anyway. Anything you do is a long game, to be honest with you. I don't know why people think anything is going to be fast. Even a scam has to take its time. That's right, people. Even a scam has to take time to get put together. You got to find the mark. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know what I'm saying? That would come down to. It takes time. So that's my whole point of just my thoughts on that. On that. <clears throat> now, it is Sunday. It is actually 10 o'clock in the morning. I am actually waiting for the announcement of the playoffs this year for the college football. Now, I know y'all don't hear me talk about sports too tough or what have you. Just to let you know, uh, I'm a Tar Hill fan if you ain't figured that out. Um, basketball, strongly, football-wise, yeah, I wasn't surprised they lost to Clemson. Um, trust me, it's a rarity you ever see the Tar Hills win a, a world title. I mean, excuse me, a ACC championship in football, or let alone a a a national championship. It's like we'd be right there on the cusp. And uh, the basketball team, I'm kind of mad at them. They lost three in a row. But I'm not surprised for two because every time we play on the same day that Duke does, and they play before us, well, no, not even that because they played after us when we lost. Anytime we play on the same day that the Blue Devils play, we lose. Them, they either win or they lose. They have better records when they have it on the same day. Look it up. Do your research. Trust me. <laughs> but I found it interesting when I saw Nick Saban pleading to the committee about getting in the playoffs. Now, by this time, the playoffs probably will be announced. So my prediction is... Um, Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. Uh, since USC lost, 
I say Ohio State, and they will drop TCU. Now, I know everyone talking about with Alabama, Alabama, where Alabama lost twice. And Tennessee, if I'm correct, only has one loss, I think. I have to look to make sure. But Alabama should not get in the playoffs. Now, if it was a 12-team playoff, by all means, yeah, okay, I can deal with that. But it just seems like no matter what, they try to figure out a way to get Alabama into the playoffs, no matter what. It's like Nick Saban just has <laughs> – it feels like he got shit on these motherfucking committee members. Like, look, God, dude, I don't give a fuck. We lose four games. Alabama's considered. <laughs> and they always talk about their schedule. Well, when you think about the strength of schedule, it, if I'm correct, they play six of the top 25 teams in the country – within the midst of their conference schedule. So, you, so hopefully, because to me, I, I'm going to be real with you. It's not that I don't like Alabama. All right, let's just be real. I don't like Alabama. Um, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I, I just don't like Alabama. That's just me. But, the point about Bataille is that um, it's just it just funny how certain teams, they're going to try to get into that tournament no matter what. They're going to squeeze them in, maybe because of money, because uh, the, their fans will travel or what have you. You know, I, that's why I'm like, look, this is how I look at sports. You can do the scheduling, you can do their conference, you can do all that good shit, but wins and losses should matter. If Alabama lost two motherfucking games, Alabama should not be making the fucking playoffs over someone that lost one. And that's just me, especially if Tennessee beats Alabama. Now, regardless, we keep saying, well, it's a good loss, it's a good loss. Well, guess what? If we want to go off that argument, what better loss than for TCU to lose in the overtime game? for their conference championship to a team who they beat prior to that moment. Georgia got in the playoffs because it, it, if I do recall, Georgia got in the playoffs after losing to Alabama. Then they play Alabama in the championship and lost. Came back next year and won. TCU did their due diligence for the whole year as a big and it's a uh, a big five conference. See, I'm glad they did expanding the the, the 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 playoffs. I know what they, I know what people are gonna say or propose. Well, what about college and, and what, the students and and, and 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 um and finals and okay for the athletes. Won't we just in the pandemic where y'all was doing shit online? I'm just saying, there's such thing as summer school. Mm-hmm. See, the point being is they need to expand it because it makes the parity, it makes the competition, and it makes the possibilities even better. Because you might have a three-loss team, for example, Okay, 
Lapa Pegasus speaking, Carolina won, right? Or somehow, some way, when North Carolina too far, then I got to use another team. Let's say, mm, let's say Tennessee, they did the 12 team playoff and Tennessee sneaks in, right? And they fuck around and they sneak in at number eight. They did number eight. They, they played the number one ranked team and then they beat them and then take their asses on to the championship game. Hmm. You had the opportunity of a Cinderella story. You don't have that in football. You know, period. To where now the nation is 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 looking at, let's say, a Cincinnati or a Carolina, or even if you really want to go there, now you got what Coastal Carolina, Tulane, any of those schools might have opportunity to make the tournament, and guess what? But I do believe that they have to take conference championships into consideration even stronger. And they do have to take into consideration their losses, not just in the beginning of the season or the end of the season, but in general. Because a loss is a loss. See that what he keeps saying? Well, there's a good loss. And then there's a bad loss. <laughs> a loss is a loss. When do we get to the point where a loss is, it, it just depends on what, what, how bad a loss is. What's a good loss? I, I thought losing was bad altogether. I thought any loss was a loss. I supposed to feel just as good for losing $100 as I do a $1 bill. <laughs> Well, you know, one dollar is a good loss. Still, nigga, I lost a dollar. <laughs> it's one less dollar that I got, motherfucker. <laughs> but I guess that's just sports. Crazy shit. You know. Um, I've been hearing a lot about what I, I guess, uh, the blue face saw a picture of him while I was going through uh, YouTube and um, saw his face look fucked up. And, and it got me to thinking. I heard people talk about Erica Mena and Safari. The, the guys and um, the guy from Good Morning America. And one thing I can say about this year, it's been a lot of cheating. <laughs> uh, this year that's been going on to a certain extent. That's been getting out there to the public. And even to the point that I was watching like uh, Fox, they, it was, they were uh, doing their, their halftime show and Mike Hill was on there, and he just got divorced from, um, from, damn, what's her fucking name, from the girl from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and um, it's, it's, it's crazy shit, right, that these dudes apparently are not happy with the women that 
therewith. And I was like, why? You've been with this woman this whole time. In the case of TJ from Good Morning America, he this is his this was his second go around. Is it the woman or is it the man? See, that's something you, we, we can sit here and ponder because I know what the women that's listening. I do have a woman fan base, I mean, a listener base to serve state for what I see from statistics. I know they're saying, well, nah, it's probably on him. Um, and someone would even say it's the woman. But it goes back to my point the key to a great marriage or relationship, whatever you want to call it is being able to adjust to your mate's changes. A change can make someone unhappy or happy. See, I was listening to Joe Button. I was listening to Joe Button or what have you. He's one of my favorite podcasts. I guess y'all could say, hey, you a Joe Avenger. Well, tell ho <laughs> I also listen to Poor Minds. I also love to see the thing is. Come on. Even around the way curls. He's like, they listen to a lot of women podcasters. Yeah, because this shit is way more interesting. <laughs> I mean no harm, but I'm just saying. But anyway. Oh, damn. See, I got off a tangent and threw myself off. Too much weed. But, oh. It's kind of like, hmm, I think I'm trying to put in the right words because maybe that's the reason I lost my thought. Um, like, oh yeah, I, I got it now. I'm sorry, people. I know y'all laughing at me like this motherfucker smoked too goddamn much. <laughs> um, of course, we we're gonna say, well, you know, people had to think. It, when I was listening to Joe Button, that's why I brought Joe Button. I was listening to Joe Button, and it was his segment where he answered a question. No, dude, they were discussing, and I ish brought up a interesting tidbit, saying that this this dude and his woman went to a wedding. He mentioned to her he would marry her if she lost some weight, and she ended up losing weight, and they ended up getting married, and they're actually happy. And I know a lot of women or men, people in general, are like, that's fucked up for you to put on your mate. You know, where she said to him, where if you lose weight, this is this. But, okay, we're going to play devil's advocate for a minute. All right? You have... Men, because you have men who cheat on their woman, and he cheats on her for various reasons. Let's just say one of the reasons is because 
he don't like his woman's size. Not saying that's a reason for him to cheat or to what have you, but my I'm just giving you an example. Okay. Nor do I agree with cheating in general. Can't do it in the open, motherfucker. <laughs> if you can't do it in the open, it ain't worth doing. So, but, and he doesn't like it or he it makes him unhappy for whatever reason. If he expresses it, it is up to her and her decision to either, of course, you're going to cut his ass out or think upon it and say, okay, if this one would make him happy, let me try it. Or she could say, fuck you. Now, what was interesting was, like, ish, I would think the story would end that she lost the weight, got it all fine, and then she didn't jump this nigga. But she didn't. Because she was like, I right, trust me, they had the conversation of why he felt that way, what he looked at. Da, 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 da. It's kind of like when Kelly Shin was telling me where her husband would say he would prefer for her to work with guys that was a little bit more muscular, what have you, because he's a little bit frumpy. Now, it's crazy to hear a dude say that to his woman, like, look, I don't care about who the fuck you fuck, just, you know, <laughs> he, he was talking about on camera, of course. You know, I don't give a fuck about who you fuck, but, you know, long as that motherfucker look like, goddamn, he, he's a Chippendale dancer, I'm good. I don't need you to see you fucking uh, a dad bod. <laughs> or at least it look like the motherfucker takes, takes some walks out this bitch, you know. But the point being is, once again, those is one of those adjustments. Because also at the same token, with him wishing and asking and having this conversation with her losing the weight, okay, one, with her losing the weight, now she become more confident. Now she looks a little bit better. The body then got a little bit tighter. The whole nine. Now she getting attention from men. So now, can he handle men looking at her? Checking her out. Because see, sometimes when we ask for something, and then when we get it, we hate that we ain't been asked. Because that's what happens a lot of times. That you say that little shit to your girl and be like, yo, you know, baby, you lost a little weight. <laughs> you know, it would hurt out of this bitch. She lose the weight, then they say, you know, god dang it. The dude's all on it going out this motherfucker. <laughs> she going out to the club a little bit more. I don't know if they still, you know, women still do that, but, you know, they go out a little bit more. Especially they got homies. So it's kind of like, but of course people are going to drag him. I mean, people are going to say what they're going to say, whether it's good or bad or what have you. But like I said, it's still her choice to look at it and say, okay, I'll try it. Or I love this man. He's been good to me. We work together. Why not? Now, was he right for asking that? Was he not right? I'm not saying that he should have done it. Dang what I would have done. And to me, I accept my woman for who she is, you know, period. Because the way I was raised, the way I was taught was that you don't ask someone to change for you. If they change because they want to. 
See, if I want my woman to lose weight, I'd rather for her to lose it because she wants to. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Just as long as she don't get to the 600-pound life, we good. <laughs> to the point that she cannot be mobile, no, we, we, we got to work on that. But, no, nah, because to me, it doesn't take away from her beauty or her sex appeal. And plus, the way that my woman is built in shape, she, you can't even tell that she is the size that she is. See, I date tall women. Also, I like dominant women. I find them sexy. It's, it's fun. But anyway, that's just my damn hang-up and craziness. But, but that's what I mean by why I think what's going on with all this. Because Blair Underwood sat there, got divorced from his wife, and ended up with his best friend. Now, I know that brought up the conversation, should men and women be friends? Yeah, long as the friend respects the relationship and willing to be friends with the other person. And see, that's under the guys, if you're not in an open marriage or a poly, or even with a, you know what I'm saying, yeah. But back to my point, still had to have some type of willingness of that. Because if you're in a poly, even open marriage, yeah, you might bump into the damn person. Hey, oh yeah, this such and such, you know, my friend I told you about. Yeah, 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 hey, how you doing? It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, <laughs> you know, did you, hey, how you doing? I heard so much about you. Yeah, oh, I heard so much about you too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, versus the other thing, it's like, you, he, he see the side chick, the side chick look at him like, fuck, you ain't gonna speak, nigga. I don't give a fuck you with your wife. <laughs> Who's that, Billy? Hi, man. She's a girl from work. <laughs> She's a girl from work. <laughs> She's an old friend from the hood. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh. See, that's why I say you got to... Once again, these guys were not happy. Now, whether they expressed they wasn't happy or not, it's on them. I'm like, damn. Blind with, with his 15 years and you get divorced and end up with your best friend. So was you and your best friend fucking when you was with Shorty? And does that count as a best friend? That sounds like a fuck buddy. <laughs> and did the wife know this during the time? Because here's the other part. Everyone talked about they dragging Blair Wood for this, Blair, Blair Underwood for this. But we haven't heard from the wife. The wife ain't came out and said, you know, something. I didn't know they were doing this shit. Or, or no, I knew they were going to get married. Actually, we we went out to dinner. They talked about it. And we had a conversation. And it was all cool. Shit. <laughs> Be funny if that actually what the Blair Underwood's ex-wife would say. Like, shit, we, we swingers. <laughs> I told him, I said, if you go marry anybody, I, I don't mind you marrying her shit. At least she, she cool. <laughs> no, but see, that's the crazy part about the shit, man. You know, we don't know what people do inside the household. We just have outrage because if it doesn't make sense to us, oh my God, it's just, but then we ever think that maybe the ex-wife knew 
or they told the ex-wife, she, she might be the goddamn, she might be a bridesmaid. You never know. You know. Now, is it a possibility with cheating going on? Probably so if they had a monogamous relationship like that. I think he was fucking the best friend for a minute. Yeah, yeah, she she really consoled him. <laughs> so, boy, because I mean, you know, sometimes people y'all have that that imagination of it supposed to be like a lifetime movie, where they just after the divorce and they hanging out one day, and next thing you know, both of them just happen to kiss and end up fucking, and next you know they were like, yo, I loved you the whole time, but. Once again, it's adjustments. What was it in the marriage that fell apart that made these people not want to be together? Even to the point which made him want to look outside his marriage. And see, understand some people. I don't want to hear that, well, swingers and no, that's not cheating. Cheating means that my wife has no idea or my husband has no idea I am doing what I'm doing with someone else. You go through the painstaking trouble of hiding exactly what you do because you don't want to get caught. Shame. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I tell people, hands down, the reason why I made open marriage is because my wife wanted it. And we both feel that at a point in our, we have a point in our lives that we can indulge in other people and would not damage our marriage because we trust each other and love each other and know each other. So, I mean, me personally, it, it could have went either way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay. Uh, okay, I can play, huh? Uh, parameters. Okay, but I still want my woman. Fuck that. <laughs> She's the best I ever had, <laughs> and I had a lot. I have a nice body count. So, but now, but I think that what it comes down to with these marriages, man. Because it's kind of crazy that dude sitting there training for the motherfucking, he's training for a a marathon and at the same time over the booty. You got your man from Boston, they, he supposed to be discussing basketball business, he's getting head. You know, um, it, a lot of it's, to me, I think, I keep saying this. A lot of people say, well, is he, is he not getting something at home? I keep telling everybody, for the five things it takes a woman to say fuck a dude, it takes a half of one for us to say fuck you, and we won't tell you. <laughs> we, 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 we won't tell you. We'll just stew. And because men were not taught to tell our feelings, and two, we know whatever we might we might say is going to start an argument that we don't feel like, and then we're going to feel like we look like the bad guy because how dare we are not happy with something that's going on. 
Trust me, a lot of men feel that way. And a lot of y'all women come off that way. How dare you mad because we don't fuck a lot? How dare you mad because I don't cook? You know? <laughs> How dare you mad that I don't have a job? <laughs> you know, it, that I'm speaking as a man to the ladies and to men, this is how we sound. This is how a lot of y'all sound. Not being derogatory. Don't understand. I understand the woman's side of it. Yeah. From housewives to mothers and the whole nine. Trust me, I was raised by women. But these men had some type of resentment some type of hang up. And it's not and, and the resentment could be even small. Like for example, the the guy from Boston, they say Neil Long don't suck dick as well. Or she's not as adventurous sexually. <laughs> Cause trust me, it has something to do with sex, ladies and gentlemen. Don't men, we are creatures of habit and we are physical creatures. That's why I said sex for us is not emotional. It is physical for us. That how we show our love. That how we show all that shit. That when we're the most vulnerable, when we're fucking you, regardless of when he is a, a pounding the brakes off your ass or what have you, that we're the most vulnerable. That's when anybody the most vulnerable when you having sex. Your ambitions, your 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 needs, and what have you, all drop so that y'all you can please him, he can please you, what have you. I'm not talking about with a toy. So it could have been that white lady. He banging it. He banging it in the office. You know how hot that is to bang somebody at work? That's a fucking turn on and a half. I've never had the pleasure of doing that. <laughs> but it was a turn on and it's a turn on and a half. I done made out with somebody at work, you know, back when I worked at McDonald's. You know, oh, actually, you can't say that. I fuck somebody in the trash, you know, the, got head in the back of the trash, you know, the trash place. No, but not at work, not inside a job. Yeah, let's clarify that. <laughs> um, but it's hot so the question is now you did all this and okay and you get this girl I get married you know, and it dies down and gets to normal levels per se what happens she was sucking you off every day now she's barely sucking you off once a month Actually, you don't even get a dick something no damn more. You had to eat the pussy and then just go in and hit dog style. <laughs> See, that's the difference. But I think some people just not built to be married, though. See, sometimes we just don't want to see the writing on the walls. We're not meant to be married. Now, you 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 can have many soul. I, I don't believe you can have many soulmates. Like I had the conversation about soul ties and energy. When 
uh, a woman or a man has a high body count, whether you're leaving your soul in someone's pussy every time you fucking nothing. No, no, your essence. No, you might leave your essence. You know, where, that where pregnancy come from, motherfucker. <laughs> and energy, essence. But no, soul ties and energy is totally different. And actually, I might have that nice little conversation with her, uh, with Killer Queen, when we do the Christmas uh, episode. I might do that. Yeah, the Christmas episode is gonna be coming. With me and Killer Queen, as well as me and Erica Love. So I'm doing two of them for you people. One is going to be on New Year, excuse me, um, Christmas Eve and the other one Christmas Day. Now, back to my point. But yeah, to, to me, it's, it's like I said before, it's some people just don't get it. They're just not meant to be married. You're not meant, some of you motherfuckers not meant to be with one woman. <laughs> You, you, you just you so worried about being alone, or you just want to have that title of being husband, or, or married, or what have you, or you got this one chick that you just she just the bomb, and you just don't want nobody else to have her, so you decide you gonna marry her ass, even though your dumb ass is gonna be cheating like a son bitch, you know. Period. And I remember I was watching something. Dude was like, "Man, I was cheating soon as right before we got married, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> he, he didn't even let the ink dry on the marriage certificate before he had his dick in something else. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, I mean, some motherfuckers just can't be with one woman. They just, and some women just can't be with one man. So it's you even better serve to be in a poly or open marriage, open relationship. Okay, funny, I'll never forget. And this is you with Brent, Brianna Carlo. She said it. She said, oh, no, I had to be in open marriage because I'm going to let them know. I want to fuck something else. So I will be cheating if you expect me not <laughs> But that's real. That's real. See, people been taught you can't love more than one person. You can't want more than one person. Or you can't have more than one person. Because even when you had the king and and it, 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 Henry Dave, he killed his wife and used the fact that she cheated. And even used incest in it. Now, but yet the king, Henry Dave, Already had a bitch that he was about to marry, and he also had some hoes. But then you also have some, you know, but that's Rome, though. Huh? Nero's, I think Nero's wife, who outfucked the biggest whore in Rome. <laughs> yeah, she she was doing orgies. She was doing gangbangs, yes, Jim. It was it was gangbangs. <laughs> That's some shit. Just like the best whore in Rogue got there, but I'll fuck that bitch. Now, but what I'm saying is, all these cats, and I've been said this, a lot of men in this day and age want to be in a poly or a or a a a poly, they, they want to be in a poly. 
or they want to be in something open. They just don't have the balls to say it to the woman that they're dating or they're not willing to be patient or they're worried about the ideals of what society would look at them because they, they're, they're fucking multiple chicks you know what I'm saying? While married, not just society, but family and everything else. Oh, and the other caveat is you also have to be willing to let your wife to be fucked also. <laughs> and you want to know why the dude would be open for a one-sided poly or a one-sided what we call it? Let me explain to you why. But what? Because I don't have to share that pussy with another dick because all men have dick envy. Dick envy. Yes, we do. Not some men get turned on by something watching a woman fuck. But also they will want to fuck her afterwards for the most part to a certain extent at some point to remind her this is why I'm here. Never can get her. Ain't never can get her. But it's just a male ego thing. <laughs> Think about it. When a woman cheat, the reason because in a man's mind, we think that because the dude beat up the pussy, has a bigger dick, made you do sounds that you never did with him, that you're going to leave him immediately for this dude. Not thinking that if you on the other side, you don't think she got things to worry about, that you might Shorter than made your toes curl out this bitch. You fucking her way differently than you fucking your damn wife out this motherfucker. And you know, if she were that, you might decide you want to bounce too. So, you know, period. So she's, but my point being is that's the reason why dudes are so quick to not come back if they're cheated on. Because it's not about the fact that she went and fucked another dude. It's about the fact she went and fucked another dude who probably had a bigger dick. Kanye, what's where he said, oh, God. Pete Davidson get 10 inches. Pete Davidson has a big dick. That's the reason why he was bothered by the fact that Pete Davidson was was, was with Kim. Any of the people that I know and myself, if me and you got divorced, I don't give a fuck who the hell you fucking have fun. (laughs) Let me see my kids. Yeah, it, I mean, people just sometimes don't don't think, man. They just don't because all these dudes they get married and they cheat. Probably they probably fuck more when they're married than they do when they were single. <laughs> I want you to think about that for a second. We heard more about offset sex life when he became married to Cardi than we did when this motherfucker was not dealing with Cardi and was doing bad and bougie. <laughs> See, now, now you understand the knowledge there, people? Smoke that over for a minute. They say that married men get more played than sometimes single men. So it so when you think about it, you had women that didn't even realize some dude was not married, was was, was married. I'm like, how did you not? It says it's Wikipedia. <laughs> you 
is weak in fucking media. But see what it comes down to is so you understand. It's like I said, all men want to be in the open because the way they move to begin with. It's just, it's just, is they willing to have that conversation about us doing that and her giving her the choice to play? Because you have some females that be down for you for dude to go fuck over chicks. And she got the option to go play herself, but she chooses not to. Because she says she don't want to. Have your fucking fun, nigga. Just don't bring shit back to me, but make sure you take care of, you know, fat mama. Shots out of me. Spit queen. You feel me? So, that what it comes down to. Are they willing to have that conversation? Because he dude's not willing to let their woman be able to play also. Whether it's their masculinity in question, whether they worried that dude is going to fuck her better, you know, or any of that. And to be honest with you, it seems like when you're given the option, sometimes you're a little bit more responsible. Now, I do realize people do cheat within the lifestyle. I get that. It is what it is. Hey, shit, hey. Clock, a broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> there's exceptions to the rules. There's this, whatever you want to call it. But the point being is, that's why I think where all this is coming down to. I look at all these dudes, even down to the Tory Lane situation. He was fucking two friends, you know. Period. I was like, well, damn. If y'all cool like that, why, why, why had to bend y'all break into a fight or what have you? Uh, <laughs> Y'all could look at that little young nigga be like, oh, you fucking him. Dick good girl. Shit. You know something? Why, why don't we run a, you know, train on his bitch ass? Let's see if we can handle both of us. No, because I got to be the one. But you can be the one within many. And that go for dudes too. Like my wife, she looks at this, this lady that's Paula Moore, and when she got multiple dudes. Bellaquise, she's a Pilot Morris. When she had multiple dudes, she was like, nah, they can't fuck nobody else. I'm enough for all of them. So it's, it goes the opposite direction as well. Which Bob and my wife were like that. <laughs> yeah, but, but the point being is. People nowadays are coming to grips with monogamy is not physical, it's mental. And until people understand that fully, we, we starting to come into that thought process because more people are different to the lifestyle, there's more conversation about poly relationships and shows and stuff, which, you know, it is what it is for some of them that reality shows, I swear. <laughs> But the point being is more people are becoming open to that conversation, that thought process. Even to podcasters, people that got into porn recently, that they 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 are swingers. We talking about black people. Think about it. The last person you think that would want to share their woman is a black man. <laughs> and in the majority of these cases, 
like, my God dang it, with the wife saying, you know, you ever thought about us swinging the door open? <laughs> it's just the men, us as men, we sit there and say, well, if she's allowed to play, now I'm allowed to play, we cool. I, I ain't going nowhere. I love my woman too damn much. But anyway, I got to go. So with that being said, I'm out. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? If you haven't learned anything, smoke this over. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right